Welcome to Great Conversations with Nicola O'Donoghue, the podcast where everyday individuals share their extraordinary stories of struggle, success, and the wisdom they found along the way. Hello, I'm your host, Nicola O'Donoghue. Can you believe it? We have just released our 10th episode of Great Conversations with Nicola O'Donoghue. Oh, when I started this podcast, I honestly thought that my mum and my nephew Jack would be the only ones who would listen to it. I started this podcast because I feel like there is a lot of noise in the world. You know, so-called experts telling me how I should be living my life, superficial content that isn't really adding anything of value to my life, a lot of things that are just not reflective of my real world. And of the conversations I'm having with friends, family and colleagues, you know, maybe it's a midlife thing, maybe it's a post-COVID thing, but I suddenly started to notice that so many people in my life are searching for more meaning and purpose. I'm having more and more conversations with people about them feeling stuck and overwhelmed, not knowing how to make a change basically just not knowing themselves. I remember how lonely and shameful I felt when I was going through a similar phase in my life and I would have loved to have heard more everyday individuals sharing their stories about how they are navigating life, you know, what they have encountered along the way, how they've dealt with setbacks and challenges and what their path to less stress and more fulfillment looked like. Stories that don't tell you how to live your life, but simply offer wisdom, insight and perspective and encourage you to take that into your life in a way that works for you or not. (laughs) And that was my vision behind Great Conversations. And I had no idea if A, I'd be able to convince people to actually come onto the podcast and share their stories and B, whether other people would be interested in those stories too. Well, it turns out that there are way more people than I thought who feel the same way as I do. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that I'm so grateful to everyone for your support and feedback. Seriously, your messages, comments and reviews mean the absolute world to me. So please keep them coming. Today's episode is special because I want to take some time to reflect We've heard so many incredible stories and it's only through reflection that you can really extract consistent themes, wisdom gained and lessons learned. Taking time for reflection, it empowers you to take ownership of your life. Just saying. I'm really lucky enough to call each of my guests a friend. Yet, despite knowing some of my guests for decades, I was deeply impacted by how little I really knew about them or their story. It was such a gentle reminder that you never truly know the burdens other people carry. I genuinely didn't expect the level of openness and emotional depth that my guests brought to each conversation. Their willingness to peel back the layers and share the difficulties they have faced is a remarkable display of actually of bravery, in my opinion. Witnessing their vulnerability highlights the importance of creating safe spaces for genuine human connection and compassion. It also highlights how rare it is, I think, to find those opportunities where you feel safe enough to share and, I guess, essentially be seen. 
But as the conversations unfolded, I couldn't help but notice the similarities between all of our journeys. So we're all high achievers and we've all at some point faced a setback while living, I guess, inauthentically, driven by societal expectations of success. The role of luck and education has shaped many of our paths. So I didn't actually realize how many of my friends come from an, an immigrant background and that education was the key for most of us to rise above socioeconomic barriers and achieve success. I mean, on reflection, it makes total sense now why I'm friends with these individuals. We've each experienced the transformative power of education and the potential it has to really change your life. But yet what we've also experienced is the disconnection from our authentic selves, our family, our community in pursuit of these opportunities and in pursuit of professional and material success. It's no wonder that many of my guests spoke about their reluctance to value status, money and the conventional definition of success when asked what is something other people value that you don't. I think many realize now after achieving success that money and status isn't what will bring them happiness and it definitely will bring them fulfillment in their life. We go into the world of work thinking, right, I am going to work my way up the career ladder. I'm going to be promoted. I'm going to be successful. At the same time, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have children because again, that's what society expects of me, but also I would also like that for myself at some point in time. Uh, so I'll just push forward on all fronts and then hope for the best. And then you get there and you realize, damn, this is hard. Yeah. And actually not as enjoyable as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's no surprise that the consistent thread woven through each of the conversations is the collective journey of finding our way back home to ourselves, rediscovering our values and shaping our lives around authenticity and a more enriching version of success. What are your values? It doesn't really matter what they are to a degree, but it matters that you think about that because... To, know, to understand who you are as a person, you have to understand what values you have. This resonates so deeply with me. I started my self-development journey in 2014 when I burnt out, but it wasn't until 2019 when I was doing my coach training that I really started to explore my personal values and how they played out in my life. Understanding, for example, the connection is a core value of mine. It actually provided a lot of comfort and context for how I was feeling at the time. I realized that I wasn't depressed, that I was feeling isolated and alone because my life was set up in a way that was closed off to connection. In 2019, I'd just relocated to Canada from South Africa and I'd left behind my home, a thriving consulting business. I was thousands of miles away from friends and family and the only person I had to socialize with was my ex-husband. So it was no wonder that I was struggling. You know, focusing on connection and what it meant for me and why it was so important and how I could create space in my life for more connection. It really helped me as I navigated that time in my life. And I only realize now looking back that it was through connection that I found that final piece of what I needed to leave my ex. And it's not lost on me that the life transformation platform that I've been working on since 2020 and that I'm launching in September 
well it's all about connection and that really is the magic and power of values and so for me like each journey that's been shared in great conversations has been a journey to authenticity it's one that requires the courage to ask for help courage to make a change, courage to admit when you aren't happy and courage to really truly get to know yourself. I was humbled by the consistent narratives from all my guests of how living inauthentically can lead to real health implications. Joe talked about losing her hair, Sasha talked about having a panic attack, Yella about her eating disorder, Libby about her chronic illness And it made me realize how our body often gives us clues that something isn't right in our life long before our brain catches up. When I look back over my life, I realized that my burnout symptoms actually started in 2011 and the doctors had no answer for my chronic fatigue, weight loss, inability to keep anything down. I remember at the time I changed jobs hoping that that would help and it did for a little bit, but then it didn't. And I realized now that my body had been telling me for three years that something had to change. And it was only when I couldn't get out of bed and I was crying nonstop that I finally accepted that something had to change in my life. And I love Libby and Sasha's advice for how they started their journey towards living more authentically. I think for me, it's like taking the mask off that maybe you've been allocated or assigned your whole life or how for how many years and understanding that you know those conditionings behind that so for me I feel like the past 10 or 15 years of my life I was conditioned to believe or think a certain way about myself and therefore that kind of drove me to the certain decisions that I made throughout my life throughout my career you know the types of behaviors that I adopted whether that be perfectionism whether that be kind of people pleasing whether that be needing a sense of approval from others and actually it's when you start to realize where they've come from where those kind of irrational beliefs have come from where they stemmed from what is the root of them and actually kind of like detangling them taking them apart and being like you know what this is not Libby this is not authentically me and how I want to show up it's almost like this visage this mask that I'm putting on that you know, allows me to fit in to the world quite easily and play small, you know, not stand out, you know, just fit in into a kind of little box. And I think, you know, I kind of started to really piece together that two, three, four years ago. And then it was understanding, well, if that's kind of been the conditionings that I've been made to believe about myself for so many years, who is this girl now? Who is Libby now? That's how I see authenticity. It's kind of just breaking the reins of those conditionings for so long that you've had. And I started asking myself, what do I actually need and what do I want? Which is something I hadn't learned early in life. And so it seems so obvious that if you don't ask yourself, what do I need? How can you make decisions and how can you make choices? So I think that little kick up the ass, that little being booted out of a company forced me to ask those questions. And then it became much more deliberate. Um, Although it wasn't an immediate thing, you know, it still took quite a few years to end up doing what I really wanted to do. From my guests, I also learned that the journey of self-discovery isn't always smooth. It takes time, patience, compassion and compromise. And it's important that you have support from others on the journey. You know, each of my guests spoke of the profound impact of support systems who encourage them to reflect, grow and stay true to their authentic selves. Rory spoke about his church community. 
Libby about her swimming friends, Yella about the unconditional love from her family and her husband, and Michelle about the power of coaching in her life. Never go it alone. You know, mm. uh, trying to crack a business problem or even a, you know, I have these gremlins in my mind, imposter syndrome problem. There's got to be someone, you know, to talk to. So, so that's one thing I wish I had known and applied earlier on, you know, try and mm. just share, don't isolate in the worst of times as somebody who's experienced that or something similar, or just says something in a way that unlocks possibility uh, and, and positivity even. As I reflect on insights gained from these conversations, the one resounding nugget of wisdom that I'm left with is that there's more that unites us than divides us. We're all searching for meaningful connection to ourselves and others and just doing our best to navigate the human experience gracefully. I am so excited to continue exploring more powerful stories. So inspired by the bravery of my guests and as requested by some of you, I'm going to be sharing more of my personal story in the episodes to come. So listen out for that. I don't know if you know, <laughs> Mana mentioned it, but I'm also launching a life transformation platform called Integrate in September. So stay tuned for more details about how you can bring what you're learning here into your life through the platform that I'm launching. Thank you again for being part of this incredible journey. I'm sending you so much love. Bye for now. Thank you to the amazing individuals who make great conversations possible. My editor, Diane Moritz, musician Jamie Jenkin, and our incredible guests for their openness. Our website, integrate.net, will be launching in September with loads of other exciting resources. In the meantime, feel free to click the links below for more episodes of Great Conversations. Sending you so much love. Bye for now.